We're live. Murphy just said we're live. So we're <laughs> live. Uh, it's Carrie Freitas and the Interesting People I Know podcast. After maybe a two-week hiatus, not quite sure. Um, one week was because my son, Liam, who's going through transition female to male, had just had his top surgery, so wanted to be there for the healing, which is going tremendously. Um, and the other week, I don't know. I had no excuse. I just didn't show up. Murphy was probably here running just blank tape. <laughs> um, so, no, he wasn't, but he has better things to do than that. Okay. So anyway, Carrie Freitas, you know me. Interesting people, you know them. You know this one, Eliana McGee, one of my besties. Hi, and um, She's back by popular demand. I mean, who are we kidding? Like, <laughs> and every time I'm in here, I kind of feel like um, Murphy wants you to be the host, and that's totally fine. I wish you guys would just do that on your own time, though, because like oh, no, I'm no. here for me. You're a great host. She's a great guest. Right, but I can, I can see I see you guys working like Why a little bit. Why not the three of us do one? That I would think be we fun. should. Well, Side I note. think that's going to be one of the next episodes is yeah. us talking to Murphy, yeah. um, and he may just have to jump in today. But yeah, no, I'm like a little jealous of your guys' connection. I'm not going to lie about it. Oh my um, god, you're you know, so connected. Murphy. They're very connected, and I feel like if you guys hear a podcast like with Alana McGee, like just someone tell me if I like don't hear it because I feel like they're going to do something subversive. Okay. I can just like I feel okay. it coming. I'll let you. know. Which is fine, and you know what? There's abundance and there's plenty for everybody, as I always say. But of course, I'm like also jealous in this moment that I'm talking about. Okay. It's so weird. It's so weird and true. (laughs) But I'm just taking a sip of water because I got really excited. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Um, So, yay. So, selfishly, I'm just excited to catch up with you. And I know we're having lunch after, so we'll do more. But we'll start now. But we don't really even have to catch up. Like, we're just like boom, boom, bang, bang. Oh, isn't that kind of cool? So nice. I want to, let's just segue right into that because I want to talk about female friendships. Okay. Um, I have like, I'm going to out myself like I do on every episode um, as like not being good at something. And in this one, I'm like, I don't think I'm very good at female friendships or I'm getting better. Are you joking? No, but I think I'm not. I think my, and I'm not like looking for a compliment. I'll let you know when I, I do. I think you are because you do are you a think? great friend. Really? I, I don't understand that at all. Well, let's talk about it. it I Can mean, honestly, it? you're a great friend. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm not, I mean, I appreciate you saying that. That's not why I said this, but. You know why you're a great friend? I'm going to tell you okay. why. Because you're interested in what the other person's interested in. You do research. And most people don't do research. I told you one time, Carrie, that I hate more than anything when people call Down syndrome Down's syndrome because it's not related. It's named after a doctor. His last name happens to be Down, blah, blah, blah. You have never once said Down's syndrome to me again. Well, I also correct other people now because I feel superior. Exactly. (laughs) And that's that's the kind of friend you are. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. You're. And I know, I knew that second when I heard you, you know, refer to it as down, I went, oh, there she is. She's the real one. Oh, you're so So sweet. So I really appreciate that kind of friendship. So you, that's who you are, Carrie. I think that's what I want to talk about though, because I think maybe we get in our heads because I feel like I haven't been, okay. So when I think about it, like when I interviewed my college roommate on this show, Mm -hmm. um, I haven't talked to her for like a million years, right? right. And it's not because I we, we like loved each other and, um, you know, after college she was living somewhere else and I was, but like I haven't done a good job of these like longitudinal like relationships. Like I look, and again, I mean, this is so revealing, but you know, it's like all the stuff that hopefully other people think about, not just me. I mean, I don't want them to think about it, but I'm not alone, I don't think. 
like when I look on social media, like these big groups of like girls that I know, like from my high school that mm-hmm. still get together for like the 50th birthday. And it's like literally that whole group shot is like everyone they went to CDM with. Right. And I'm like, why don't I have these longitudinal relationships? I feel like I've lost touch with a lot of people. And like mm-hmm. when I when I reach out again, they're very gracious and like, you know, cool about reconnecting. But I'm like, what is it about me that like. I don't I don't know that. I think what you actually need, and obviously I'm not a therapist, but you need a little bit of cognitive flexibility, which is my biggest problem. So that's why I can see it in other people. Okay. You, there are friendships at different times for different reasons. And a lot of friendships that we see in pictures, yeah, there may be a few of those girls that are really connected on a life level. Yeah. But mostly that's just a picture care. I mean, because I don't know very many people with truly rooted and deep friendships. It's a lot of like togetherness. Like in general or longitudinal ones? Both. You know, there's a lot of togetherness. There's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of wine. There's a lot of those kinds of things happening. But honestly, I go in those groups and I'm lonely because the truth is they're not close friends. We all say love you when we leave and all of those kinds right, of and there, things. And there's, there's they're a great kinship. people. There's not like you fun. don't like them. Sure, we have things in common, our kids or whatever. But honestly, your friendships of true deep level come in and out because there's different periods in your life. I think it's normal. I mean, again, I don't want to strive for normal, but I think it's because like it goes back to feeling like the weird kid. And I think everyone's felt like the weird person at some mm-hmm. point, right? But I think that's where you need cognitive flexibility. This may be not just about you. I honestly think most women our age feel that way about their group of friends starting when we're teenagers until the day we die, probably. We go in and out of the ride or dies and all those right, stupid things. Right, like the girl trip that, and who's there. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And I just think... That's fine for a lot of people, but that's filling them up where you and I are getting filled up other places. Right. You right. know, and, so and like, it doesn't mean that they don't have friends, but I'd rather sit and talk to you for an hour than go to 17 mom's nights out. Right. I just don't. I just don't. Is that just, do you think, like a personal choice? Yeah, like everyone's different? Everybody's different. And it's not good, bad, right or wrong. No. It just is. Right. So for you you find more fulfilling and then it it can change like you said at different stages of your life but like Mm -hmm. where you are now you would have like fewer quality like deeper relationships right exactly i mean i still have my lifelong best friend we met when we were 14 amazing you know do you feel like that's rare um like a lifelong best friend but i mean she she and i you know we've known each other since we were 14 and that's it i don't have a sister so she's just like Like my sister. sister It, I don't even consider her a friend. She's just like like family. My life, yeah, she's there. Did you just did you meet in high school? We did. We met the first day of French class. At you Modern did. Day. Uh-huh. Are you serious? Uh-huh, yeah. And like, what connected you guys like in that, that moment? The crazy French teacher. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, so, and then you guys just bonded. Yeah, we just. She's just. You know, we just became friends. We fell in love, and we've stayed that way forever. Does she live like? Well, she lives up north now. Okay. But so, like, how often do you talk to her? Like, what is that? I mean, is it like one of those things where you like text all the time and like you know, on and we go in spurts? Yeah, it's just I just know she's always there yes. and she knows I'm always here. That's a, and that does that feel really good enough for us? Yeah, yeah. And do you mm-hmm. find that like you've grown together? So do you feel like you're still like really? aligned like are you very similar in like how you see the world no I mean I'm married I have three kids 
she never got married. She's working. She's professional. She is super successful, you know, driven. And we just, we've had different life paths, but we are, you know, she's like my left hand and I'm the right yeah. hand. It just is. See, that's so great. Yeah. I take it for granted, I guess. No, I don't think you do because you're but talking you know about I mean? how much she you value it. Is. She is. Yeah. Well, you, it's like is. kind of part of the fabric of your life. But like I, she don't, is, I don't think what you mean is that when you say longitude. I don't think, isn't that what you said? Yeah. Like I don't think that's what you mean. I think you mean a big social group that you've all had these. Yeah, I guess I, it's so funny that you say that. Like you're saying what I mean, but I didn't say it that way. Yeah. So I said it the, the way that I thought I meant it. But yeah. like you're interpreting, which is correct. Like where's my like posse? Social group. Yeah. yeah. Your Instagram group. Right. Carrie. But then again, like I don't want to go out. So right. this is weird. So like why? And again, like it's all this like shoulda, woulda, coulda. Right. Like what's the norm? But if you want to go out and be part of a group, believe me, it's there for you. It's waiting. Just go. It will they're right. there. But that's not even my scene. Exactly. So it's so funny. So Maybe I'm like you're... worried that it's I should want it, but I don't. Yeah. I think I've been struggling with that a little bit too. I think we we do that when you know, like your marriage is good now. Your right. kids are relatively stable, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. And right. I think now you're looking at Instagram and you're seeing all these moms who are also going through the same life stage that we are. And so they maybe are doing it differently. You're yeah. learning, you're growing. You know, everyone every one of us is trying something different. Totally. But I think the moral of that story is Pictures do not tell you what's going on in groups. Because if you're on the outside of a group, which I am on the outside of one group, you hear them all talking about the other person. And, you know, like infighting. It just staff. doesn't seem as real as the, the pic- ride or die hashtag right. makes it seem. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, it's so, and it's so interesting too, because I think it's like this cognitive dissonance. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to want something, Mm -hmm. but I don't. And does that make me weird? And then, like you said, I'm not really flexible in that cognitive space. So to me, it's like I found myself lately wanting to – and again, it's I don't feel like I'm I'm not hiding from the world Mm because I'm really really happy, like the happiest I've ever been in my life. I agree. Um, But I, like, feel kind of turned inward, but not in a bad way. Like, um, more, like, quiet. Like, I I think – I'm able to be like less social and just hand select the social interactions because I'm more, and this, I'm not, I'm not saying that people that go out in groups aren't like this. I'm just saying that for me, like I feel more comfortable with myself Mm -hmm. and my life at home than I ever did. So now Mm -hmm. I don't feel unsafe there. Like before I felt like I had to escape it. Like when I was more social, Mm -hmm. when I showed up with like to group things or girls night out, um, I was more compelled to get out of my house because I wasn't in a happy marriage. Mm-hmm. And the kids were always great, but I was just like super stressed and right. being like the main breadwinner. And like, it's just stressful. And I wanted to escape it. But now I feel like really comfortable there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's where, like, I think my brain started to click into this like weird space of like, is it weird that I'm so happy on the weekend, like literally never leaving my backyard? No, it's not weird. I mean, I, <laughs> it's like, I, I feel never like- leave. And it's probably actually a problem for me, but I would choose to be at home over pretty much everything. Me too. And, and that's, again, and like I hear myself talking to you and like looking in your eyes and I'm like, I feel like it's so great. One, because I know I'm being heard and seen, uh-huh. which thank you. 
Um, but two, I feel like I can hear myself saying it and then processing mm-hmm. it like, no, Carrie, that's fine. Do you know so what I mean? So that's why I think trying to be more cognitively neutral rather than flexible, okay. because that to me seems like you got to go one way or the other. Right. That's the same with body image. Like I'm trying not to be two extremes. I'm just trying to be neutral. So it's okay, okay. to be just accept where you're at and not have to go to one extreme or the other. So, and you can apply that to everything. So Your what is like everything. neutral like for you then like with the body image thing? Like what does neutral mean? Like you just, is it like it the just, thing where it, you don't judge a thought? Like when you're in yoga, yeah, you're supposed or to it let just it go? Is, it's, I'm not trying, I think I'm past wanting to be something different, but I'm not perfectly comfortable with the, the way I am yet. Right. So, so I've seen, okay. Trying not to be on one extreme or the other. Like, oh, I have to be 30 pounds thinner or I have to love being heavy. You know, right. I'm not going to be either right now. I'm just, I just am. I feel like, okay, so that hearing you say it makes it a lot more clear because I think when I follow a lot of those body positive or like body acceptance like mm-hmm. accounts and feeds, that's kind of a lot of the thing that's played back to me is like body positivity isn't necessarily. Like love. fully accept, like yeah, loving, no. like posing in the mirror, right. just like I can't get enough of myself. Right, it's I will not never that. be that way. Right, and so neutral is like knowing how you want to live your life, and, and yeah, like, or just being calm, you know. Yeah, or for me, neutral is not being extreme because I am so extreme. I am all in or all out. I am. I love you or I hate you. I'm. It's just that's it's black and white. Yeah, it's black and white thinking that I apply to almost everything. And so now that I've learned about, you know, cognitive flexibility, I'm trying to see that in other areas where I could apply it. So like, let's talk about where we are with our bodies right now. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, to me, the reason we do this is one, I mean, selfishly, I like I like to do it because it helps me process. Right. But two, I think a lot of people I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that hear our episodes on this topic, Uh people that have, um, like, DM'd me on Instagram saying like, thank you so much for talking about that. You really have helped me change my look. I mean, I had a, there's a, a gal I know that um, she doesn't even live locally. She's on the East Coast. And she um, was on Facebook kind of like, kind of venting about like diet. And mm-hmm. I just don't want to go on another one. And I private messaged her like, you don't have to. No, they don't Newsflash. work. They actually right. don't work. And so we went back and forth and, and she kind of, I knew she heard it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm seeing her like, not do it right and it's like there is impact mm-hmm. and so for sure there is so uh, that's why i want to talk about it well more. and the the surest way to gain weight is to go on a diet yeah that blows so my mind when and it's true. i am trying to think okay maybe i'll just do one last diet maybe i can just pound it out right and then start and then body do ex- this yeah, and i'll be you know then i'll just be intuitive right. or whatever i go back to what Evelyn Traboli says, the surest way for you to gain weight is to go on a diet. You can add all the healthy, you know, behaviors in that you want. Maybe you will, maybe you won't gain weight, but you're not guaranteeing weight gain, which is what restriction would do for me. Right. So how are you feeling like lately? You know, I am trying to be neutral. I don't feel great. I definitely do not feel great. It's super hard because I wish I was my former self. You You still, is that like a a daily? Oh yeah, for sure. It's a daily thing. You know, I see, I know what's right. Having all the knowledge does not make it doable yet. 
Because we already know all the things we should be doing for whatever. And so I feel like I have a lot of knowledge around it, but I don't have a lot of practice. Yeah. And that's where. So that's what you need to do. Right. So. And maybe if I lived on the moon, I would be great at it because there would be no reflection of what's, you know. Right the world is telling me is normal, but I don't. So it's trying to be neutral in my life today, right here. And it's a struggle. It's really a struggle. I think it's so interesting because I feel like, and again, you know, I'm still going through it too, but I feel like I'm starting to like have a little bit more of a blind spot to the world around me mm-hmm. when it comes to bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's so interesting to me to like, it's just like when I like was starting to kind of peel away the layers on my OCD and kind of work through it to heal it. Like I feel like I'm on that path right now mm-hmm. where it's like I'm starting to notice it less. Right, right. And I'm starting to like because I used to have the thought like I'm in my body, I'm fat, I don't like the way I look, you know, big ass, big legs, whatever. And then, you know, but I would look at someone else in like a spin class and mm-hmm. go, oh my God, if I could just be her. Right, yeah. Right. Um, and I feel like I'm having those thoughts a lot less, mm-hmm. um, which feels really good. It frees up a lot of space. It does. Mm-hmm. And But one thing I've noticed that is like I am still fat phobic. So it's like oh. even though I'm not looking at someone's body and going like, oh, my God, I wish I looked like her, that's mm-hmm. happening less. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not totally gone. Right. Yeah. Me. No, no, no. But um, I think what I am seeing is like I how I judge fat people. Mm-hmm. Like, and um, – and I was just thinking about that yesterday. I'm like, I have a hard time. Like, I'm physically repulsed, <laughs> like, by it. Yeah, no, I am literally the most fat phobic person I know. I mean, and I was And like, I'm fat. Right. So I'm just like, I can't even believe that. So, like, I was looking at someone a few days ago that I was interacting with who was fat. Uh-huh. And, um, and I was, like, thinking, oh, my God, she must be, like, super unhappy, this, these are the actual thoughts. I wrote uh-huh. them down right after I saw her because uh-huh. I wanted to share it with you. She must be super unhappy. She's obviously really unhealthy. Right. She's obviously lazy and doesn't give a shit about her appearance. She must have no friends. I don't believe you thought those things. I really actually okay. don't believe I you did. thought those things. And I there is no way you said, uh, I bet she's lazy no, and she I, has I no friends. I didn't say it out loud. I said it in my head. I know, Carrie, I, you don't really think that way. That's not who you are. I'm so sorry to say that. I'm telling you that that's where my brain went. Okay, I'm telling you that it didn't. That is not who you, you are. <laughs> Murphy's laughing. I'm like, Alana, you know me really well and you see me, but Carrie, you can't see my brain. You're Alana. not that person. No, I wasn't trying to be mean. It was like... What you were looking at, you were saying, I don't want to be that person. Okay, well, maybe like in this gestalt, like holistic, you right. know, zen moment, you're like I the Dalai Lama who okay, we hate because well, he's I, you know, I don't fat believe phobic. Because that's not who you are. Okay, well, I wrote down the thoughts that I, I had. I think you thought, I think you thought I don't want to be like well, that. Well no, that was or that's, am I that big? Okay, well that is the overarching thought. Mm-hmm. That's the fear, but it wasn't the thought. Do you know what I mean? Like the thought was parsed into these other thoughts, okay. right? So you're right. So the that you're like I a think therapist. you had a brain lapse because I no. honestly okay. that is just, just not who you, you are. But Carrie, like, you have never in your life looked at a person and gone, they're so lazy, except maybe some loser that you used to be married to. Okay? That's okay. it. Okay. I mean, we, uh, okay. well, there have been other people. Or your kids when they were right, actually being right. lazy. But I'm but saying. But you don't correlate lazy with weight. You don't. So I'm sorry. Okay. I don't, I'm not I'm going, telling you. I'm not buying that. That I was looking at this person's okay. body. Whatever. And like, Anyways. how did they get there? And it was a fear-based series of thoughts. 
right? Right, because it we're fat phobic and we yeah, don't want to be like, fat. Therefore, but, but for the grace of God, go I, right? Exactly. So I was like, how did she get there? Laziness? Right. Maybe it was a questioning. <laughs> okay. Less than a judgment. Yeah. Like, is she super lazy? What the fuck is she eating? Uh-huh. Is she sad every day? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And I, it's I get a fear. The, I get the thing that you think she was sad. I get, you're, you're putting what I'm you projecting. felt. What you, Correct. you were thinking only about you. You were not yeah, thinking which is, about her. You, know, pretty you were not saying, she's fucking lazy. Would, you're it, like, Carrie, I'm fucking lazy and I'm going to okay. end up like so, that. So yeah, so now you're getting, you're going deep, which I appreciate because so it's the whole reason you're here. You know, Besides you calling that, her you know, lazy is not ro- what was okay. happening. Okay, so for everyone <laughs> listening, I thought it, but I thought it okay. on a higher plane because Atlanta's giving me way more credit than I deserve, which no, I appreciate. I'm not giving you credit. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, that's not okay. what you thought. You did anyway. not think, oh, she's late. She's fat because she's lazy. You didn't think that. Okay. I was worried that laziness might have gotten her there. Because I'm, wor- okay. I'm looking at all the things. Because you're worried it's going to get you Correct. There. That's the whole thing. Because I'm worried it's contagious. Right. right. It's fat phobia. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, at, down at its core. Murphy is laughing at us. Murphy's cracking up. I He's like, oh my God, so girl honestly, fight, girl fight. I love you guys. Seriously, I believe that you thought it, but you broke it down deep, and that's the truth. Right? Yeah. She, you did think it, I believe you, but you broke it down, that it's actually not your thought, and you feel that way. You were thinking about it about yourself. You're no, right, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the story of you know, everyone's life, but exactly. thank you. So, okay, so I'm being ganged up on once again. They're plotting a path. They're <laughs> doing a podcast. A they're doing a, a podcast. Shut, Shut up, Carrie. Well, I do. I'm, I'm kind of stinky, but that's fine. Carrie. Uh, I just did like here. a little like Thompson deal. Oh, I, right, I, I actually <laughs> think. <laughs> oh my God, Murphy's the best hugger. Well, we've already hugged because we're so okay, connected. Okay, he got it from his sister. <laughs> um, so yeah, just well, Julie Cargus, you're a lucky woman. Murphy gives great hugs, so and I won't, I won't take advantage of it. But better? I feel a lot better. Thank you. I think that Your breasts are amazing too. I know they're really cleansing. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you are right. I'm fat phobic. Mm-hmm. As am I. Okay. So, and but it's weird because like I don't. I'm not. Well, I'm fat phobic. So when I'm looking at myself in the mirror today working out at the gym, uh-huh. which I told you this has been a new thing for me, because I used to be scared of lifting weights because when you're like, you know, on the whole diet routine, you're like, oh, it's got to be the Tracy Anderson method uh-huh. or I have to do bar because... Or cardio, all cardio. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I need to have a ballet dancer's body. And again, like I was born with more of a tribal dancer's body, <laughs> right? I was born more yeah. like... Samoan, mm-hmm. you know, African American body type, which I think now I'm embracing. But like, you know, so I like never lifted weights because I'm like so scared of it, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, born a short, toothless, butter eating Irish girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's literally the title of your memoir. I was born <laughs> a short, toothless, butter eating uh-huh. Irish girl. Yeah, done. That's me. Okay, so that's your title of your book. Because honestly, who's not going to pick that shit up? <laughs> Um, the sad part I of mean, that is, it's but I hope true. it wasn't Irish butter because I tried Irish butter. I don't like no. It as... I mean, I'm Irish who eats no. Okay, butter. good because yeah. I don't like Irish butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ordered it because I was on a whim when mm-hmm. I was doing paleo. No, no keto. I eat more butter than any person should, I and love we butter. ran out of butter before my boys went back to school, and everyone in the house was shocked. Like, what? Like, what? 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 It was like literally it the was end of the yeah. world. It was like and I just thought, oh great, the things that happen. Locusts. Yeah, butter is gone. These are the May things was gone. And whatever yeah. else happened, I forget, yeah. in Armageddon or exactly. whatever at the end of the world. Um, so I basically now am lifting weights. And I've had, I basically had to talk to myself. Now I don't have to do it on the daily, but at the beginning, I'm like, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like 
I'm just letting go, right? right so right. let's actually see like when my ass is not flabby. Like is it I have a big butt and it works so much better fitting in pants, like mm-hmm. regular sizes, quote right. unquote, when it's flabby because it can like sink into my thighs. Right. And so like the butt <laughs> can be like in the butt area, but also in what I call the thas area, the uh-huh. thigh ass region, uh-huh. where it can slip into the back of your pants. Uh-huh. So my butt was like basically melting down my leg Got in it. pants. When it's, it's a good look. Yeah, it's a great look. <laughs> but it fits better in sizing. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Okay. It's just a thing. Uh-huh. So now I'm like, what happens if I just work this shit out? Like, right. and I don't know where it's headed. I mean, I know it's headed up. Um, it could end up being a shelf. It could end up being like, I can't wear regular pants. I mean, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, you can look at uh, but I the feel Karni- strong. Kardashians well, that's the thing. to get the pants to wear, I guess. So I feel like I just buy only good American jeans. Yeah. Khloe Kardashian product placement. Um, yeah. But I feel stronger. And so it's actually the weight training has helped me get over some of the mm-hmm. body image thing. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going for smallness. I'm right. going for strength. I think you can have goals that don't have anything to do with weight. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what feels good, and I'm like, I'm, you know? and I'm, but I'm not like fearful when I go in the gym every time right. of like how big this part's gonna get. Yeah, because I used to be like, I mean, I I was like, I remember when I lived in San Francisco, I had a really a trainer, and we were, were lifting, and um, I told her only light weights because I'm scared, you know, and so, but my arm got quote unquote for me too big, and uh-huh. so I stopped working out altogether because I'm uh-huh. like, and I just want to diet, right? You right. know. Um, which of course set me up for a higher set point and like I lost muscle mass and my arm ended up being bigger than it was you know story of our lives that I I just I honestly think you can have a lot of exercise goals a lot of body goals that have nothing to do with weight right which I I mean I get my hair colored every month I'm not like stressing about is that the right thing or the wrong thing I just do it so that to me was is new though Mm -hmm. like so That's like something, you know, a year ago before we started talking about this, I wouldn't have been able to separate. Right. Oh, like, for sure. And right? sometimes you still won't. And sometimes I don't either. Right. Like I I went back to the um, step place that I just absolutely love and adore. And I haven't been since before summer. Right. And I immediately was like, oh, my God, I'm so out of shape. Everybody else got ahead of me while I got mm-hmm. back. And, you know, just the total like – baloney and then everyone there was so nice so happy to see me just like as if nothing has changed even though my body has changed they're just like this is awesome i'm so glad you're back let's get it as you know it should be. and it had nothing there was no like oh you'll get your body back or we'll train you harder and no it no. was just like refreshing and great to be in a positive environment so now that's, that's what i look for amazing and that's your place you totally, feel that's totally where I'm at. and i but I, I did have to tell my trainer and i have to remind her sometimes because she's so indoctrinated into this sure. fitness Trainers. diet culture. Exactly. So I was like, I had to tell her at the outset, I'm like, here are the things that are off limits to talk about. Mm-hmm. My weight, um, meal planning, mm-hmm. nutrition, body fat, goals, right. measurements. Right. I said, my goal with you is just to get stronger and feel healthy. Boom. We're not going to talk about leaning out this area. That's a perfect goal. We're not going to, you know what I mean? And so she's like, and I could tell she respected it and has, uh-huh. but it was like she'd not heard this speech right, before. But then maybe she went and looked up some information and is going to learn a little bit more and pass that on to her next hope, client who needs you know? it. And she's been know? super accommodating. Yeah. And I love, again, like you said, it's a safe space to work out where I was talking to a friend yesterday at lunch where she said, I can't go to any number of these other places anymore because it's like this whole you know narcissism parade and it's like mirrors on mirrors and like it's not just a mirror to watch your form it's like everyone's Uh kind of like posing and shit like this and it's like no like that's not what I don't want Mm -hmm. exercise to be about that for me anymore but it was 
yeah. for my whole life. It's really sad because I, I went to my niece's um, daughter's little ballet class, and it was so cute. And all the girl, you know, it just was sweet and that. darling, and they're so three cute. or four or something. But, you know, they there were a couple little girls that never took their eyes off the mirror. They like were so looking at into themselves. looking at themselves, and they're like three or four. And then there were the other girls that were just bumbling over each other just and having so much fun. Right. And I thought, oh my God, those two girls. I don't know this for a fact, but they're 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 headed down the wrong road. Right. But aren't we? Do you feel like we're kind of taught though? Like hundred percent. Right. Like I think that like. If I could think about that moment, like I can see someone going, "Oh, it's so cute. Do you love how you look in the yeah, mirror?" Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like reinforcing it. Mm-hmm. And now, like I think about that, and that's really messed up. Well, now I just think, and I never had a daughter, but I just think we have to raise our daughters to do better, be better, and want more. Yes, we just do. Right. Totally. I can't believe that there's people that are still raising their daughters in a diet culture self-centered way of looking at the world right but i think that and we have to say these things but we also have to like model it 100 percent, right? which i'm you know i'm not good at because <laughs> i've talked to my kids about like this and saying like hey like and remember when i used to say like your body's healthy and this and that and then but i would do the opposite thing and they're right. like yeah like we totally got the message from what you were doing actually right. it wasn't right. what you were saying and even talking to like to Jeannie, she was like And she has grace and forgiveness, so, like, God bless her. Uh, But she was like, Mom, you know, like, when, um, well, it was Liam. And then, you know, at the time he was, you know, obviously with, uh, was Lily. And um, he was like, remember when you made me do all those, like, exercise classes? Like, you know, (laughs) but they were, like, disguised as other things. And I'm like, oh, my God, how insidious. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and I remember thinking, like, it was it was mostly driven by my fear that that he now he would end up heavy, right? Um, and I go, like, oh my god, I can't have him do that. And then I remember like Jeannie was telling a story about, and I remember when Dave came home and I didn't stand up for Jeannie, which makes me just lose my mind now. But Jeannie was ten and wanted a new bathing suit for the summer, wanted a bikini, uh-huh. and Dave took her to Red Balloon, and basically she tried on stuff, and he's like, okay, well, like when you lose weight, you can get that suit. Uh. And I remember she came, or no, he came home and told me. She didn't tell yeah. me. He's like, hey, I told her to motivate her. And I'm like, and in that moment, like, where, where, I did not fucking show up. I should have mm-hmm. said, what the fuck messaging right. is that? But you didn't know because that's what you had just told yourself 10 minutes before about the bathing suit. Right, you totally. might have wanted but for that summer. But how fucked? It is fucked, but you don't know till you know, Carrie. I mean, but now, but it's so hard. Then, then, then I'm looking. I'm looking at Jeannie now, you know, and like, there's been had to be a lot of healing and processing. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, sorry, I feel bad. Like, I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, but that's okay. I think all of us have that with our parents, with their parents, with their parents, with their parents. You don't know till you know. Now you know, and you can say, I'm sorry for when I didn't know, but now I know, Jeannie, and there's a better way to do this. Right. And your value is not in your body. Yeah. And. You know, do we believe that 24-7? No. I don't believe it about myself all the time. I believe it for other people, though. But I sure (laughs) believe it about my son, Charlie. Yeah, right. You know, fuck you if you try and mess with that with me. But I, you know, I think you know better, you do better. Or you try to do better, or you become more neutral. Like all these things, there's levels of it. You know, you don't just decide that you know something and then take care of it. But that is the turning point. Now you know. Now right. Jeannie knows. Right. Do you feel like 
where we are in our life. Because at the beginning, when we started talking about, like, you know, there are a lot of women, obviously, at our age, they're going through the same thing and they're approaching friendships differently mm-hmm. or their social life differently. Such a weird time. It's a, okay. So it is, right? So weird. I so, miss the cups. Where are all the half drank water cups around my house? Right. They're gone. Let's talk about this weird time. Yeah. It's a very weird time. So you have. Now, two of your three sons are already are off gone. of college. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Charlie's not going to get there for two years. So he's no, a sophomore. No, but he's not home. He leaves at 7.30 in the right. morning and he gets home at 6. I, I'm, that's gone, So is, what is it? What's the feeling? If he would, could stay out till 9, he would. You right. know, I'm like begging him to come home. No, I know. Well, he's a teenager. I'm trying to like re-handicap him. I'm like, no, no, no. You're the handicap one. You need to come yeah, home. he's like, what are you talking about? he's just about? like, F no. off. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do you, how does it make you feel? Um, it, lonely, mm-hmm. obviously, and just shocked. I think it's the phase I'm in right now is shock. Like, where, how did this happen? Which obviously we all know how it no, happened. But where did the time go? That kind where of feeling? Where did the time go? Did, what happened? <laughs> like, where, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, like you're waking up in a fugue state? Like, you yeah, don't know like where the time, like, I don't, in the hell do you feel like it's happened? lost time? Like, I don't, tell no, me more. I mean, I'm trying I, to figure this out. I, I just can't believe it. That, it happened. Like they're gone. Like they're like, gone. It's done. You've got one in Spain, for God's sake. Yes, I mean, like around the world, and they're just full of people. Yeah, you know. And so, I, I mean, everyone always tells you this, and they say it goes by in the no, blink of an eye, and blah blah uh, blah. But I guess on some level, you think it's never going to happen to you. No, I know me too. And so, it, obviously, it, this is not original. This happened to everybody. No, but, but that's why we're talking but about yeah, it because it's, it's happening just, to everybody. It's really and weird, and I think I'm in the phase of just kind of like like disbelief. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, do you, is there sadness? Like, do you miss, like, um, or longing, I guess, maybe? Is longing a word? is a better word. Longing and just um, unknown. Yeah. You know, I've never done well with change. I hate when summer becomes fall. I hate, yeah. you know, I just, I'm not good with change, which obviously very many A lot of people many, struggle. Yeah, exactly. So part of my thing is, I think I'm just a little bit in shock. And I'm just also like, okay, now... I can't say like, well, I still have Emmett. I still have, you know, yes, right. I do still have Charlie, but I have to get a plan. Like I need an, I got to have a, right. I four, need to figure out what I'm going to do. I've got 40 more years, I hope. I know. So, so like. Maybe not 40. Is 30. it exciting to think about having a, like to develop a new plan? Are you like a little bit like what the heck is going to happen? I'm kind of slash like I'm retired, so don't pressure me to get a new right. life because I feel like I did pick a job. Yes. And I did it really well. Right. And you're still doing it. Yeah, I'm and still you'll doing always it, do obviously. it, but you're going to be like more um, part-time but maybe at I, some point. I'm just sort of like trying to figure out what I like. Cuz I knew I loved my kids. I loved yes. being a mom. There's right. nothing else I wanted to do. But now I need to do something else. I think that it's one thing is just really interesting. I've noticed like in this, in our culture and like how um, women are just, there's so many demands placed on us right. on so many different levels is like, I kind of have love when you said like, figure out what you like. It's so interesting. Cause I mean, I like my work obviously, but I think like I have lost touch with what I actually like, mm-hmm. like outside of that. So like, like you're what, like, what do you like outside your job? Do you mean in, in like, and of course we both love our families and stuff, but like outside my job, like what are my, mm-hmm. what are my likes? Mm-hmm. And I think like there's been like such fast living, you know, not like drugs, and alcohol, but like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like you said, it's almost like it's on a speed. Right. And it's like, <clears throat> I haven't even 
indulged myself in any likes. I don't know what. I, and I remember even now with food, actually, this is bringing this up, where I don't even know what food I really like. Mm-hmm. Like, I well, know I know f- I ate according to a sheet. Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. I don't. So it's like almost like you have to get back in touch with yourself. You do. And you have to just, again, I don't know if this has become the theme of the day, but you have to be more neutral about it. Like, I don't have to have a job by Monday. Right. You know, that's hard for me. First of all, like, I'm not even hireable, so that doesn't that's matter. Not true. But, and but I, I have, mean, I know I what you mean. Total, like, you don't have to figure it out today. Yeah, but I have imposter syndrome. Like, I think I could just go run a company, and <laughs> clearly I couldn't. But you obviously don't have imposter syndrome if you think you could. It's the opposite is imposter syndrome. Oh, really? Imposter syndrome is where, like, I show up to meetings uh-huh. and think I'm not qualified to be there. Oh, okay. So what syndrome do I have? I have You have confidence. So <laughs> you should and you know what? This culture will beat it the fuck out of you. So stop having That's confidence. Super funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're right. I have No. You don't uh, have imposter syndrome. A, you have confidence. No, I have an inflated sense of self, clearly. Which, but anyways, I don't have to know what I'm doing right. today. It's okay for me to just sort of be flex right now. Yeah. It's Are a little you, boring. You're saying that. But like, you, do you embrace that? Like you're saying it like you do, um, which is cool. Well, like, yeah, I, I, I do on some levels. I mean, I definitely have been indulging in some Netflix. <sighs> yes, which I love that. is really, I love, it. <laughs> I love it. It's so embarrassing how much I love it. No, but well, I have embarrassing. one friend it's the best thing to happen. that I text with about our shows, and we're just like back and forth on the next one to watch. Oh my gosh, are you gonna tell me what shows you're watching? Oh yeah, I mean I what do you recommend? am a whore. Yes. I can really I I know way too much. I really should just be a Like TV. you know state secrets or you know too no, much. No, I about know Netflix. how many <laughs> shows are out, when they're coming, when they were okay. if they're coming back again. Oh my god, I want to Yesterday know. I watched an entire series of couples therapy on Showtime. I've never seen that. Blew my mind. It's brand new. Is it reality or is it so scripted? Good. It's a therapist interviewing it's real. four different couples. It Are was you serious? So, oh, I'm going like to watch that couples book. therapy? Yeah, on Showtime. Okay. It's so good. I mean, I love Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Oh my gosh, such a good like, series. Can't take it. Outlander. Yeah. I haven't watched Outlander. Um, it's so good. Um, I, 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 oh my gosh, can't I love tell it. you how many shows I I like. was talking to Alan last night about like how cool in our lifetime that like streaming media. Yeah. Like, this is like far from it's the days cool, of like but switching also, the channels. Didn't you like waiting a week? Like that would have been better for me if I, I couldn't mean, watch the next couple therapy. Like if yesterday I didn't just watch six in a row, I instead I had to wait. That yeah, would have. No, I mean, you're so, asking me like something that didn't exist and did I like it better because it didn't exist? Like that's a really existential. Yeah, I know. Like the. If I just think me for the me it would have been better really? if I had to wait because I wouldn't have lost an entire day. But here's the thing. So what, what 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 was lost? Like that's the thing. If yeah. you're embracing neutrality. Well, and I like, know, but like Jerry calls. He's like, "What did you do today?" And I'm like, "Um, well." But you're retired. Docu series. This is the thing. So right now you're in retirement. Yeah. Ish, right. I mean, I did so pick like, up Charlie on time. So that's. I'm saying. So, but if you're if you're embracing being in retirement at this yeah. moment, then like nothing you did was right, right. And that's trying to be flexible. But you know, it's just a weird time. Do you have, and it's have not you been talking about original. this like with your other friends too? Like, do other yeah, people ev- feel? Yeah, everybody that I know who has kids go to college like it's this. the same. Or we're like, this is so boring. Like, what it is, is going so on? It is so boring having one kid at home. It's like, what in the hell do I do? So that's what I'm trying to figure out. So, and so, and with it, is it like in the summer when everyone's home? Oh my gosh, I went from a full house of 12 to 20 people yeah. pretty much five days a week to me and the dog and do you love it when it's 12 people and 20 I love people it. and yeah i love it i mean i grew up with six brothers yeah 
So there's no so the action. I would, would rather be with no one than a big group of boys. I just it's yeah. they're so fun and engaging and it, it's comfortable. It's because yeah, it's cause what, what I you know. know. It's what I know. And so now I'm stuck missing other people's kids. <laughs> you yeah, you're know? like, not only do I miss they my were all, kids. I'm like, where's Ryan? Where's Michael? You know, I miss I miss all of them. <sighs> See, that's I mean, it's such a blessing that like you're that house and you're that mm-hmm. mom. And I got really lucky. But Thank it's also you. the flip side of like Junk food. when it's all gone. Junk food is the only way I got it. Yeah, done. no. It's because you A little white you are. claw this summer, but it's mostly junk food. Oh my food. gosh, so much white claw. <laughs> That's another thing. I jumped on the white claw bandwagon because yeah, I was like, everybody every, did. It's, it's so like funny. It's an amazing beverage. Yeah, I know. I'm not going to lie. My about boys it. love it. I mean, except for the black cherry, which a lot of people love and I hate. Oh, really? I just taste like yeah. cough syrup, which, you know, at some point sometimes yeah. it's appealing. <laughs> um, but I, it's so interesting to me because I feel like, because when Liam had gone away for like just a semester in Boston, now he's back and going to Chapman, like, Part of me feels guilty that I'm. I'm like really happy he's back. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, totally. And mm-hmm. and Jeannie's starting her college like you know Inquisition like what she's gonna apply and like luckily you know I'm like she wants to stay in California right. so like I'm like whoop you know. Yep. But I'm like I really would rather be LMU than Santa Clara. I mean oh, like, yeah. but I'm not gonna great. say like that. I have but five I'm just brothers like, that went to LMU. It's I mean I could school. just love her being close. Yeah. Like. I love my people. And mm-hmm. it was funny because she's gone for this for the weekend um, for a friend's birthday. And I was like a little like, not morose, but I was like a right. little melancholy last mm-hmm. night. And she before she left, she told Alan, like, watch my mom because she's a little sad that I'm in for the weekend. <laughs> so when we went to bed, Alan's like, hey, babe, like, are you okay? Mental health check. He's like, how sad are you scale of like sobbing to like able to handle yourself? And I'm like, I'm good tonight because I just saw her. But yeah. like, ask me tomorrow. Ask me tomorrow. And he's like, what are you going to do when she goes to college, baby? I'm like, well, you're here. Why you're are you bringing it up, me. Alan? Yeah, first of all, I don't have to think about it. So TikTok, not yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know. And so I do, like, I, I'm i saying this from, like, and Liam's living with us this year because I asked him to, and he was mm-hmm. amenable to it through the transition. But I love having him home. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Yeah, I just like extra bodies, extra Me too. Food, I like the action. Extra noise. Yeah. But, you know. That it, I, I don't really have a word for it. It's just a very strange time. Yeah. Do you feel, um, is there any like fear that like you won't figure something out and like what the heck am I going to do no, with myself? I, no. Okay. I, I know. I'm not going to just watch Netflix every day. But for I mean, the next 30 that wouldn't years. necessarily like, It'd be fine, you're saying it in a judgy way, but I mean, fine. it's My not for you. My husband think it was funny, but, um, you know, I, I, I know that there's something around the corner. I'm, right. I'm probably more scared to figure it out than excited because it's probably going to be something hard. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's kind of daunting. But I, I feel like there's going to be something pretty cool around the corner. Like, the one thing I think that's so interesting is, like, for me getting to 50 is, like, I thought I would feel irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um. I only feel irrelevant when I'm asking for help on my phone. Yeah, no, me too. So <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. Or when I'm day. talking to a client about social media, and I'm yeah. like, so I've got a dangerous amount of knowledge, uh-huh. but it's not expert. Right. And um, and it doesn't feel second nature to me. Right. And so I was talking to Alan about that too last night. Like we have lived through this thing where it's like, cell, we didn't grow up with cell phones, social media, mm-hmm. the internet, personal computing, streaming media, like. Facetune. All of it. Yeah. Like, it's so insane how much change you've been through. And I'm so, like, thrilled and blessed and, like, thankful to live in this time where mm-hmm. we have all these things. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it does make it a but little harder bizarre. to age. Yeah. And it's it's a little, bizarre. It's a little bizarre. But right. I do feel like I don't feel my age 
most of the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I do still feel like super relevant. And I well, do and feel. And what is your age? It's, it's like so ridiculous it's kind that of, that's a thing. Even like what is overweight? Well, what's over? How did yeah, we decide? How do we, what is know, old? That. You know, yeah, chronologically, I guess we're older, but you know, we're still the same person. Right. And I feel more like powerful and like me and uh-huh. like, and so I'm like. My hoping. mom always said her life started when she turned 50. Really? Mm-hmm. I love that actually. Yeah. She said that. Mm-hmm. She says it all the time. That's a great quote. I mean, she had seven kids and, oh you know, had to work really hard. But so Was she pregnant she for like little, 10 years, I think years? she was pregnant for, I mean, there's 17 years from top to bottom. So oh my God. 17 years. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure a couple of miscarriages in there. I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. So I like her perspective because I do yeah. feel, actually, that's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like and my life 100% started this year. She does too. And I'm hopeful for that. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like hoping that I was talking to someone that I was um, a, some friend of a, a, a younger friend of mine wanted some like counseling on like, you know, career and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I had to put myself through school. So I got a later start. I went to junior college and um, then transferred to a state school. And, you know, so I'm, it just took me a longer right. you know, single mom. Her, she had, she had, she's not a single mom. Her mom was a single mom. And. I'm like sitting there just in admiration of this right. kid going, Comple- like, I'm jealous of that. You're like, kick-ass. How great yeah. to be that strong. You're kick-ass. Right. Like, yeah. And so she's like, and I'm like, you know, she said, I think she was 27. And, and I'm like, you know, of course, I don't want to, oh like, gosh, I know, I know. So I like, yeah. I laughed in the moment. Right. And I go, you know, that's not fair to you. Let me just tell you from where I'm sitting. Right. Like, you don't even, there is so much living ahead of you. I'm like, but I'm behind this person. I'm behind. Right. I go, you're not right. behind any person. Yeah. I go, you just can't be. And again, was I at her age feeling like I wanted to make sure I was head to head with that person at right. my age, you know, and I get it. And I told her that, but I'm like, I just told her, I go, you're going to have so many chapters in your life. It's so rad. Isn't it crazy how everyone though, that's this like life. Everyone is thinking they're, yeah. they're she's not 27 at the beginning. Right. And that whole, I'm not good enough. Or I didn't do it like the I didn't prescribed do it right. way. Right. Or like, like, yeah. like me, like you said, at the beginning yeah. of this episode, I'm like, I didn't go to, I don't have GNO and I don't right. have like the five friends yeah. of this you know what I mean <laughs> you know and then it's like this girl saying the same thing but in a different with a different context a hundred percent which you know really goes to the show you everyone just wants to be seen and valued right yeah and that's it right um and I feel like I I feel like well I pick people that see me and value mm-hmm. me obviously mm-hmm. I'm smarter about that now right the older I right. get um but I feel like that's sometimes the only time I don't feel super relevant is like being seen out in the world by like um like a wider population like i feel like somewhat invisible to like younger people but well, that's and okay and i think every person aging person has always has felt like that my mom has said that several times other people my mother-in-law has said that where you age out you kind of do right you just you do yeah. but it's it's again like me being an empty nester even though Charlie, you're still there, and I'm right. not, yes. you know, discounting that. But right. it, we, these are not original themes, but they're life themes yeah. that go have become from the beginning of time that will go to the end of time. Right. We think they're original to us, right? Well, because we've never they gone feel through that them. way, yeah. But they're just not. Right. And so your mom has felt irrelevant these for sure. She has. I've made her feel irre- irrelevant. Right. I mean, nothing makes you more feel more relevant than spending time with your adult children and they're Who just don't like, need you like they that. know everything and you know right. nothing no i know so yeah i think that's just another theme that goes through life like our where we are in female friendships where yes, we are in our it. households you know so it's yeah. another theme age. no it is and mm-hmm. i think that you know one thing i um 
and you know this is kind of towards the, the end of this episode but I feel like one thing I I that comes with age two is the grieving thing and like loss um, and I talked about that in my last episode mm-hmm. about like time, one piece of it was grieving it was right. just about living in fear and some grief I still had about my mom and um, but I think, you know, I know that, you know, you, your family had a loss, you know, recently and um, of your father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And one thing I thought that was really beautiful that you shared with me when I saw you last was about the um, his wife's friends. Like, oh, my God. They were And so I just amazing. I wanted to talk about that for a minute. Like what I mean, you talk experienced. talk about friendship. OK, so my mother-in-law wasn't in a friend group when she was in her 40s and in her 30s. She was raising kids and cleaning a house yes. and doing all those things. So there wasn't no Instagram, so she wasn't feeling left out of any GNO right. or any right. of that bullshit. So now she's got made these great friends in her where they've retired in Colorado, and um, they're just like they call them the Three Stooges. Like they're just <laughs> always together. They're the greatest okay. little group. And how of, old is your mother-in-law? Ish. She's seventy-five. Okay. And so, or maybe seventy. She just turned seventy-six, maybe. But anyways. Um, so my father-in-law passed away, and we have a big family. My brother, my brother, my husband has four siblings, and you know, lots of grandkids. And there's just a lot of us. And the McGees are a lot, even not in number. We're just a lot. A lot. So um, these women organized three dinners in my mother-in-law's house, where they did all the shopping, they prepared all the food, they served everything, and they cleaned up for the whole visiting for family. Three full nights for. The entire visiting family plus guests, out of town guests, uncles, cousins, whatever. So they were, they had a team, they had their friends, they had like, you know, five other women that were helping out and their husbands. We literally, it was like being in a hotel. We walk in my mother in law's house and we are served appetizers, drinks, dinner, dessert, and never once did we have to pick anything up, throw anything away, clean anything. They did the rentals, tables, the napkins, everything. It was the For best three, gift three of friendship I've ever seen. Yeah. And they clean up and they're just Everything. like serving they in shops, service. Clean, cooked, cleaned, all of it. Served, cleaned. I mean, that is like such it, a It was as if no one had been there. You know? That's such a beautiful yeah. thing to do for somebody. That's friendship. Yeah. And I think that's adult, later in life, true friendship. Right. And I just, I love that. And I think that. Um, that made me so happy to hear that. And oh I'm my like, gosh. That's, I want to be that. Me you know too. What I mean? that's, that's an aspiration, yep. I would say. And for me, the best part of that was the cleanup. I'm like, that's brilliant. I, I never think about that. Because we all bring food, food is different. But we don't clean up. No. And it that's the so part good. that just feels like drudgery. Yeah. Yeah. And the rentals. They didn't have to call Baker Party Rentals. No. You know? Everything's It handled. was just there. Ginger came home and her house and everything was done. That's like so, so lovely. It was super and nice. And I'm glad you got to experience that. And I think that that to me is like where I need to kind of set my sights on like, me too that's a meaningful friendship mm-hmm. um that goes beyond anything else right it's just like just doing the right thing and and loving on someone yeah, and like just that being really generous in amazing spirit. way mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like i have a lot more time to be generous in spirit now um without worrying about my body as much is yeah, that weird totally like i find myself so much more joyous and like having happier thoughts mm-hmm. and like um reaching out to people and I, my memory is better is that weird too because i think I think a lot of my brain was like so tied up. Well, with, when you eat, you have yeah, a brain that works. I'm like just in a lot kind better place to be works, yeah. a good friend, uh-huh. um, to be better to myself. Right. And just to like be more joyous in my life. And that feels super good, mm-hmm. you know. Except so. when you're calling people lazy, which is like 
you know, know. your thing. But <laughs> let's just, we're not going to circle back to that. I'm going to let anyone listening to this podcast oh, make their kidding. own decision just about what kidding, the thoughts Carrie. were. And like I said, you know, audience, if you guys suddenly hear an Alana McGee oh, podcast shit. produced by Murphy Cargus, uh-huh. would you please just give me a buzz? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to lose my, no, she can the have short, her own show and shit. The short, fat Irish girl. That's yeah, that be eats the better. Program. Yeah. With no teeth. Exactly. That's what I heard. That's the name of the book. It's sadly true. Yeah. So um, thanks, everybody, for um, listening. Thank you, Oleana McGee, for being so amazing. Thank you, Murphy. Thank you, Murphy. And um, we'll talk to you next time. See you soon. Bye.